Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 beginning at verse 23 says, Therefore if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. You know, if this verse was taught in today's modern church groups, some of them would go bankrupt. And the reason why I say that is because the main goal of many heretical religious bodies today is to desire uh, to keep people in the church and in the pews in order to collect more gifts of money or gifts in the offering plates. They're more concerned about greedy financial gain than they are about scriptural truth. If they actually preached that you must reconcile with a brother who's upset with you, many in the church would probably get up and leave. That's the truth. They leave because of their own pride and unwillingness to truly forgive the way that God does. And not reconciling with a wrong brother is a heretical belief because it goes completely against the command of Christ Jesus in our study passage. Second Peter 2, verses 1-3 through 3 says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall fall their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetous shall they, with feigned words, make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Many people today have turned certain churches into a money-making scheme. That's what's gone on, just as the religious leaders were doing in the temple. Jesus was extremely upset about this. John 2, beginning of verse 13, says, And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went uh, up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the changers of the money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple, and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money, and overthrew the tables, and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence, make not my father's house an house of merchandise. Just because a building has a cross out front, doesn't mean that they actually believe in the one who died for them, or the things that he taught. The love of money is the root of all evil, and this doesn't change simply because Somebody wears a robe or speaks from a pulpit. It's better off to be completely broke, but knowing that you preach the truth of Scripture to others. Now, imagine going to a, a pastor in a church somewhere and offering them a gift for their services. But instead of receiving the gift, he first asks you, Was there a brother in your life who was upset with something that you've done to them? He then asks you if you have apologized to them and reconciled your relationship with them. He asks you if you've completely restored and reentered the relationship that you had with them in the past before you 
before you had offended them. Many would say, I'm not going to do that and go join another. They, what they do is they go and, go and join another church group where reconciliation with others is not required. Reconciliation is not optional in the church. It is mandatory with God. There are numerous false teachers who preach the false gospel of non-reconciliation. And this, it goes in complete contravention to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Without reconciliation, you are simply usurping his command in our passage today and choosing to disobey the Lord. If you apologize and you seek reconcilia reconciliation with your heart and truly desire to return to your past relationship, but then they refuse to forgive you, then they they themselves will not be forgiven by God. Um, and that's really the unforgivable sin. If I personally need to apologize to somebody, I do it many times. I also do it uh, in the presence of others so that every word will be established. Not only do others see your attempt when you apologize, but God does. God sees everything. God sees reconciliation in the church, and reconciliation is the restart of the former relationship that you had with somebody else. If we look at Psalms 51, beginning at verse 16, it says, For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. For example, a woman who has been baptized into the Christian faith and leaves her husband, she goes against the commands of Christ. Her first sin is separating from him. Each day that passes by, she remains in a state of sin. She must seek reconciliation and return to him so that her past events can be forgiven and forgotten. She must willfully place herself under uh, the authority and headship of her own husband. If she will not attempt to reconcile, she's only rejecting the commandments of Christ. And if that's the case, she's not walking in a state of grace. Some people feel that they can contribute to a church, and in some way, they can buy off God with their gifts so that they don't have to uh, apologize and reconcile with an, uh, uh, with an offended brother. And they refuse to admit that they have done what's wrong and own up to their own faults. And that's caused by pride. What's the old saying? Kiss and make up. God doesn't want gifts. He wants reconciliation. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation is a ministry that God has given to everybody within the church. Reconciliation is a reason why Jesus died on the cross. With outstretched arms, he reaches out to this world with one hand and to God the Father with the other so that our relationship with him can be completely restored. Before reconciliation can, can happen, uh, 
You have to be able to confess your faults to God or to a brother whom you have wronged, and you must apologize and seek re reconciliation with them. Look at Colossians chapter 1, verses 20 through 23 says, And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has, has he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. There are many very forgiving brothers in the church who have been wounded by others. And the worst part is many people won't even take the effort to apologize. Uh, how can somebody profess to be a Christian and treat a brother this way? It only reveals their cold and bitter state of their heart. True reconciliation begins when somebody seeks reconciliation by apologizing and confessing their own faults to those whom they have wronged. And the offended party grants a complete remission and pardon for their sins. It's as simple as that. Ephesians 4.32 says, And be a kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. The prodigal son returned home because he was seeking reconciliation with his dad for the things that he had done wrong to him. We seek reconciliation with God when we confess our faults to him. To seek reconciliation with a brother is to apologize to him so that he can forgive you and uh, that you can rejoin the former relationship that you had with him. And, uh, and to uh, forgive and forget. I guess that old saying is factual, to forgive and to forget. It's time for you both to kiss and to make up. And let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could probably find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.